What up, this is your boy DJ EFN. You might know me as a drink champ, but first and foremost, I'm a proud father. I linked up with two of my other dad homies, Manny Digital and KGB, to start the Fatherhoods podcast. Each week, we bring you insider hip-hop stories, parenting, and advice and therapy. The saying is true, it takes a village, and we humorously serve as each other's trusted counsel in figuring out how not to screw up being a good dad. Fatherhood's Fatherhood's Podcast. Beats, rhymes, and diapers. Yo, Fatherhood's fam, when you're out and about with your baby and they start wilding out, what do you do? Most dudes are fumbling through the traditional baby bag their lady prepped for them, trying to find that one thing that will calm the kid down. That doesn't have to be your life. Dig no more. The firstborn diaper backpack from Fly Dad has over 21 compartments to have everything right where you need it to be for you and your baby and keeping you fly through the process. Get $20 off when you visit flydadgear.com slash fatherhoods. 2024, bitch! Since it's uh, resolution time, what are y'all resolutions? No resolutions. I don't yeah, know. that's what I thought. <laughs> Keep it moving.com. Okay, you got you got anything? Or you I'm, just not like, really ah, a, I'm not really a resolution guy either. I mean, other than but this is normal shit. It's like, all right, let me be consistent with fucking exercise and all that kind of stuff. And but that shouldn't have to come at the end of the year. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's just start that shit exactly anytime. Yeah, exactly. That's just that's just building ha- good habits. <laughs> I bought this. Uh, actually, it gets it arrives here today. I bought this um annual calendar, like a uh mark, like you could you know write a marker. What is that? Dry yeah. erase, dry right. erase, yeah, dry board, yeah. whiteboard. Yeah, but it's like massive. It's like five, four feet by like, like tasks. Know, some, well, no, it just maps out the whole year in a calendar form, but the slots oh, are big enough where you can like write shit. Um, cause like. I'm not really like a goal setter person. That's never been my thing, which is bad. Am I now as I'm thinking about it? Like that's not necessarily the best thing. And so I was reading up on a bunch of stuff toward the end of the year. You know how you're getting hit with all this, like, oh, 2024 is coming, like hmm. planning and all that. And I got sucked in. And then uh somebody had mentioned this idea of like if you if you see your whole year, you're Chances are, for some reason, that you're gonna aspire to attain if you got like good goals set, and you kind of map out like, yo, if I'm gonna, if I'm trying to get, I don't know, if I'm trying to get another real estate investment, right? There's steps you gotta take before you can actually acquire it. So like, try to map that out across a certain period of time, and then hit those milestones. Essentially, I don't know. I was like, I need to try something because I need to get on that train so I can move more quickly to where I want to go. So we'll did see you, how that goes. Did you get it yet? No, nah, it's supposed to arrive sometime today. Even oh, that man. shit's late already. Not <laughs> <laughs> yeah, starting off good. <laughs> it's not a good way to start. That. <laughs> it's funny because I ordered it while I was on the on the cruise that I was just on, <laughs> which happened like right right before New Year's, and so I'm like, damn, it's not going to get there when I get home. Like I was thinking, start of the year, right, the first, and it was like, ah, it's going to be a few days. So. Uh, talking about whiteboards, we've we've had the idea of implementing a whiteboard system with the kids that's similar to what my daughter deals with in school, where they like, you know, they like badger up or badger down. Yeah. And um, 
not badger, but badge. Badge. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And uh, we wanted to put that in the home. We bought the whiteboard and it's been sitting there for like three months or something. We haven't been. <laughs> yeah, we got, we got a little whiteboard that we tried this before, but well, we, it, it maps out the month and, you know, you write in all the shit. And we still have the one from October. <laughs> we never, we never erased it and went ahead. It's fucking. We got yeah, one of those in the update that damn thing. We got one of those in the kitchen, and our kids like updating it to the new month. So they kind of like erase the old, put in the numbers, and all that kind of stuff. And then my wife fills in like whatever critical things we have going on. Um, but it's you know, new new year, new me, right? Yeah. <laughs> I think that shit is so funny. <laughs> well, it's the the new bald you is all of 2024. Yeah, no, now I get to go the whole year with it. Yeah, yeah that bald they treat you on the cruise, man. Oh, um, so the the thing I was looking forward the most to at on this cruise was getting a tan, so that at least like it it evens out because this joint was mad pale compared to the rest of my face. Right, you want it to be all Dominican, exactly, <laughs> down to the no socks. Um. <laughs> But it was it was good, man. Like I was I was before we started recording, I was telling Kay, um, like that cruise was dope, but it made me realize that I don't like cruising. I don't like cruises. It was just it it was like, yo, it took us so we left out of Fort Lauderdale a couple of days before Christmas, and it took us two and a half days to get to our first stop, which was Curacao. And I was like, yeah, this was way too much time on the water, not seeing nothing. Like, it was just, and the boat was dope. Like, it had a lot of stuff, but you can only go and do and whatever so many times on the ship. They give you, was, they give you any time in Curacao? Yeah, yeah, we had like eight hours, I think it was. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was, the, the thing about Curacao that I don't like is the beaches are mad rocky. Oh, okay. So as soon as you set foot in that motherfucker, you're like, ah, oh, ah. But yeah. otherwise, like, it was cool. Aruba was dope. And this little section of Haiti that Royal Caribbean has. Um, oh, like they own that piece. Like, like a their, port? Yeah. Yeah, their like the private right. whatever. It's called Labadee. Yo. Amazing. Bro, there's beautiful parts of Haiti. Yeah. And, you know, and that's the unfortunate thing. Like, when they said Haiti, my first reaction was like, wait, what? Because all you hear is, like, the bad shit, right? Which is only the capital. Really? Right, right. I mean, you've been there, so you kind of have a sense. But, um, but when I saw this, I was like, "Yo, it was like immaculate." Granted, like it's for cr- people from the cruise, so they keep it a certain way. But it was gorgeous. So the kid, did the kids like a cruise? You said you were we were talking. You kind of eh on it. I, they love it. I but I was like, "Yo, if y'all want to go on a cruise, y'all just go with your mom. I don't want to do this shit." <laughs> on my end, they're killing me to go to this Disney cruise, and I'm like, Ooh. "Nah, man." Like to me, cruising if you're single and you just want to like wild out and do whatever, it's cool. But family wise, nah. And then after that, grandfather threw off his kid, nah, even less, man. Oh, I didn't hear. Oh, I did hear about that. Yeah, that sucked. Which was an accident. It was an accident. Grandfather, but right. Mm. So this cruise. So my my daughter six. My eldest is sixteen. My son is ten, and then my youngest daughter is seven. Right. My seven-year-old is a. She was acting all sorts of crazy on the on the ship, bratty for. You know how kids are. I mean, people in general. Like yo, if you don't get what you want, you kind of feel away, and and that kind of can jam things up. She was on hyper sensitivity mode 
uh, for things that didn't go her way, right? Right. And it was like petty stuff. And it got to a point where we were like, yo, we're not taking you on a cruise no more. We're not taking you on no trips. You're going to stay with grandma home and we're taking everybody else. And she was like, fine. I was like, what? I was like, okay. And when we got home, I was like, yo, you sure you want to do this? Like, if we go on another vacation, family vacation, you're part of the family. You don't want to come with us? No, I'll stay with grandma. I was like, okay. But it was bad. Like, there were moments where we were just like. So what do you do? How do you discipline? What do you, what happens? Exactly. Because you you, you're disarmed. You don't, you're not in your environment. Like, I can't take the iPad away. Like, it's none of that bullshit. So we were left with, like, one of us had to go to take her to the room and, like, be with her. And force her to nap because nine times out of 10, that solves the problem because she's exhausted or whatever. And granted, like our schedules are all off when you're on a cruise. So that was the fastest, easiest, calmest way to resolve the the blow ups. But it it screwed up my wife's ability to do shit. Then we got to worry about like, all right, how do we make sure that my son doesn't veer off when he's supposed to be with his older sister? And, you know, so wait, it, it, so if you so if your youngest starts acting like that, do the does your son and your oldest daughter do they start clowning her for that kind of behavior or do they just ignore and do they they're smart enough to push buttons but not to an extreme where mm-hmm. it's going to create more havoc. Um, so they kind of for the most part they just ignore her like oh there she goes doing her thing again and right. they kind of you know peel off. But it was it was cool like we were. We were able to let them roam more than I thought we would. All three of them. Really? We were, all we three? Were, all three of them. We were together, right? Yeah, yeah, together. Yeah, but we, okay. we had extended family with us, too. So there was 18 of us on the ship. Yeah, so you um, had a lot of potential eyes out there. Yeah. So, and, and, you know, I mean, granted, like, from what we could see, everybody was cool. You know, no no issues that we saw. But still, you want to be vigilant and careful. Um, But, like, I would still find myself, like, when my son would be like, yo, I got to go to the bathroom. I went to the bathroom with him and, you know, little things like that. I was like, ah, I don't know. I'm not trying to OD, like trust everything around, but it worked out. It was cool. Well, I mean, but if you let them go on their own and he had to go to the bathroom, you're not there. No. Right. But the moments I was around, like, I'd right. be like, all right, let's go. So in that situation, the the three of them are wandering around. Your son has to go to the bathroom. Does your oldest daughter like know to just stand out in front of the, bathroom and wait for him or is she gonna be like all right go find us here yeah she'll she'll go okay she'll hang out by the bathroom until he's ready to go because she she's like a mom in a lot of ways like she's right. just not and not because she feels like she'll get in trouble more just like i need to make sure he's okay that's dope yeah no it's that's why i always preach and again this could be different for a lot of different people i just find like my personal experience and other people that I chat with, if the oldest kid happens to be a girl, that quality tends to, you know, become part of the dynamic with their siblings. Mm-hmm. I know if my son was the oldest, it wouldn't quite work out that way. Right. But do you think that it's because there's also that age gap that allows her to to feel that she's old enough to be like the mom type? I think the age gap plays a role. Because like with my two... I mean, although they're still both young, I feel like that age gap is so close that, you know, it's more of like an annoyance versus like, oh, I want to watch baby brother and make sure he's good. I think there's a uh, segment of their journey as they grow 
that there's going to be this is what I've obs- I've observed with others that are closer in age. Um, there's there's a sense of respect that the younger has to the older, especially when the older is a girl, and there is this sense of like protection that the older tends to have. Again, especially when it's a, a, a girl. Um, for, and I think that happens for a period of time after like adulthood. I think they kind of peer it out. Like, ah, you, you don't know shit. You can't tell me much because we're only X amount of time apart from each other. But I think in those developmental kind of like when teenage years, probably you, I think you'll start to see some of that. On my side, it seems almost like my son, who's the younger one wants to protect and watch over his, his sister, the older yeah. one, because she's a little bit more reckless and and she pushes the boundaries where he's more like usually more chill uh, and and tries to stay within the you know like the boundaries and the rules and he tries to like do things the right way and so he'll like see her do something he'll be like no sissy don't do that you know <laughs> like or he'll even call us like yo sissy's wilding like like check her out <laughs> trying it's to make usually, sure she's good it's usually flipped from what I've seen, as far as that, that's why I'm speaking from like the opposite. The boy is the wild one, and the girl's more more calm. Yeah, not on my end, <laughs> not yet. Like he's as he's gotten a little bit like more independent. My son is starting to get into that like the little boy who wants to do you know crazier things, you know. Yeah. But for the most part, he's like the more responsible. As of right now, he's the more responsible one out of the two. That's dope. <laughs> But it, it doesn't change your your daughter. Like she don't look at that. Like man, maybe I should lean in that direction. Yeah. In fact, in fact, she pushes goes more. Away. Yeah, more. Yeah, pushes away and wants to wall out even more. And then it it kind of it's a cycle that doesn't really help because we'll praise him for it and he'll he'll get like more attention for it, mm. which pushes her away and she gets more upset about it and feels like you know, like like God, we like God forbid like we, you compare them. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 So and then you know since he's still the baby of the of the two, and also there's this thing now that we, like as of recently, like I'm the one that he really is attached to me, and so he'll want me to put him to to bed every night. So like my wife will go with my daughter, and I'll go with my son to put them to sleep. And my daughter, some she was having a terrible day one day, and um my wife asked her like, are you ups- Why are you upset? Are you upset with with daddy and she's like yeah why because you feel like he spends more time with baby bro or he you know he you feel like he doesn't love you so and something in that regard and she was like yeah like she felt like like i was just giving too much attention to to my son who who the thing about him and i've said this before he wants he wants the affection he seeks the affection and he needs it and he needs the attention because he's still younger and he's younger so like all those things create the perfect storm where my daughter's like jealous of it. <clears throat> yeah. That's just one of those things you got to kind of get through. There's no like, <clears throat> yeah. unfortunately, there's no easy way through it. It's just getting through it. But I, I deal with that shit sometimes too. Like my my youngest daughter normally doesn't want nothing to do with me. She's like, mommy, mommy, mommy. And uh, for a period, I was mad about that shit. And then I was like, come on, man. Like, <laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> But my son gravitates a lot toward me. And then me being a dick, like I, you know, I, I like push him away, but like jokingly. And then the other day, like I, I did it and he got 
visibly upset. And I'm like, oh, come on, Bobby. I was just joking about blah, blah. He wouldn't like take my apology. And I really wasn't doing it to be anything other than just like a clown on him. And it just, I guess it struck a chord. And I'm like, fuck, I can't. Like my son happens to be the more sensitive or, or the one that shows it, right? I think my other two are also, but they just hold it into more. And so I got, I, I always forget, like, I gotta, I gotta understand that. And also, like, I can't play with him a particular way sometimes because it's just not gonna resonate. It's yeah. gonna push him away further. So it's always like this. Ugh, I'm such an asshole that I gotta, like, <laughs> I, I have a hard time like turning it off or turning it down. So it's it's always like this push and pull, but I keep seeking apologies all the time. Just like, all right. And then I, I, I fix it for a little while and then I'm back to it again. <laughs> Listen, we gotta we gotta do official Christmas recaps for everybody here. Um Go. hey, how was your how was your Christmas? Uh like with like with your son, like what? What was good? What was bad? What was ugly? Ugly was the flu. So, uh, so I was telling telling Manny, uh, you know, right when his winter break started, he got knocked out and then gave it to us. And then we got knocked out. And so pretty much, pretty much, yeah, lead up to Christmas and on Christmas Day, we were all kind of just feeling like and we were supposed to leave and go somewhere, but we couldn't even get ourselves going <laughs> you know what i mean we had to chill out so it was pr- it was pretty low-key the interesting thing this go around was uh he kind of hit this uh, years before you know it's like okay you've got the the christmas list or these are the things that i that you want for christmas or for the holidays or whatever he wasn't really too tough on anything this go around like he is there still santa Yes and no. Again, it wasn't there wasn't a whole lot of talk. I mean, what he likes is um he likes we've got this my mom had bought like this little advent calendar house that has the drawers that you can pull out. Yeah. So he's still into that. Like we set that up and then she'll send things and I put it in the drawers. So he's still hyped on opening that every morning. Um but I think I think the whole Santa thing you know, we did the obligatory cookie and <laughs> milk thing at night, even though we were all kind of sick, you know, and it didn't really seem to definitely wasn't on some like when we were younger and you try to play when he's younger and, you know, try to play it up. But, uh, yeah, he was pretty much just wasn't really thinking about gifts. Obviously, he was happy to get some gifts, but he did not have. He's in a phase now where I think. Where it's like he's interested in things, but he's still trying to figure out like, all right, where where does the the passion lie right now? All right. Like he, he's not he's not super zoned in on on anything where it's Finding like something specific. Yeah, the one thing he did actually want, which we got him, but it hasn't arrived yet. He wanted a he wanted a a name ring, finger ring, like. You know, from back really? in the day, yeah. Oh, yeah? A single, yeah. single finger or a double? Nah, single thing, single, oh, single finger. Single? Oh, okay. yeah. Mm-hmm. But with wow. the, you know, with the chunky letters, like you got him yeah. a, a legit one, like a gold one. Mm-hmm. You're not worried about him walking around with that. I mean, we're not gonna have him wearing it 24 seven. We'll be, you know, figure out 
where and uh, when to wear him. But yeah, he's on some. Awesome. He's, he's on some Old 80s school. shit right now. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. You got mm-hmm. him. The, you got him the gazelles too, or not? Nah, no gazelles. <laughs> I'm sure he'd want them if he saw. Them. Yeah. <laughs> but... How, how about you, Manuela? I mean, we we spent it on the ship, right? So, um, like before we went on the ship, like everybody knew, like that was gonna be their Christmas gift, and so everybody was cool with that. Um, we did get them little stuff, like, and it happened to be jewelry as well. So my so on I the had, ship, you gave it on the ship. Yeah, 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 we just took it to the ship, and then morning of, we just had them open it. Um, how was that being on being somewhere other than your house for like the day of a holiday? And was it Christmas themed out the ship? Yeah, yeah, throughout the whole cruise, it was dope. They they did a really good job with the decorations and all that, and the vibe. Like they they really that that rang through. Um, and everybody was in PJs and like their Christmas PJs and everything throughout the That's ship. Dope. Yeah, it was cool. Um, kind of. No, nah, no, nah, it was cool. It so I think because we just we've been. Like we booked this trip like over a year ago, so we were kind of already mentally prepared for you know. I mean, they yeah. weren't, but we were. Um, so it was it was chill. It was chill. Actually, it was a little bit better than I would have thought because they got this they got this sports complex inside of um the ship, like covered right, not like a little basketball court on the outside of a ship, mm-hmm. and in it there's this big ass bar. And so kind of the bar overlooks like this. I call it a basketball court, but they play all different sports on it. And on Christmas Day, there's like seven basketball NBA games. And so we and it happened to be one of um, my niece's birthday that was with us on Christmas Day. So we rent their parents rented out a little spot and we were able to watch all the games there and all that. So that is something I normally do on Christmas. And in my house, we tend to do with food and drinks and all that. So that was like an elevated experience for Christmas Day mm. NBA games. Um, but they got jewelry. Everybody loved their you – know, my, my daughter's got necklaces. My son got a, a – oh, I guess it's a necklace too, but it's chunkier, so I call it a chain. And it's, it's similar to the one I have because um, he's always looking at it like, oh, and then as soon as he got it, he was like, they're twins. <laughs> he was mad excited. Yeah. Um, so so they, it was cool. And then my wife and I, we – you know, I felt crazy bad because I was like, y'all, I didn't get nothing or whatever. But I told her this weeks ago, I was like, y'all, I don't even know what the fuck to get you. And she was like, don't get me anything because I'm not getting you anything. I was like, oh, perfect. So that was resolved. And and it's not one of those conversations where it's like, like this, like some sort of like beef that Weirdness, you know, right. wasn't expressed. Like, no, nah, it was legit. Like, no, nah, we, we don't want to get shit for each other. And it was cool. So it was dope. Like, we, we had to chill day not having to think about too much um and with a group of people so the family aspect of that was there too so how was yours we had a little bit of everything going on we had the sickness (laughs) sprinkled in there that lingered going like they missed the kids missed school the, the last week of school before vacation i think they both did if not it was like on and off between both of them then okay. we got sick. Um, then my mom got sick. My mom ended up having bronchitis oh. going into into Christmas all the way up to still. She's still like, you know, coming off of it now. Um, 
the other thing that we've learned over the past couple of years that I'm telling my wife, we got to figure this out is that we'll get all these gifts. And of course there's still Santa in our crib. We, yeah. You know, the Santa thing is still the thing. Well, I mean, it's going to be a thing hopefully for a couple more years that we, we wait. I say we, I kind of, I want to throw it at my wife, but whatever we, we wait for the night before Christmas to wrap everything. Okay. And so we've been getting all this stuff, you know, leading up to Christmas, we put it in the garage, we hide it. And then, then that night before, but you're like, you're exhausted. You're with the kids. We've been sick on top of that. You know, they're, they're on vacation. You're, we're totally exhausted. And then we got to like do this all night and then wake up mad early. Cause the kids are going to wake up super early because it's Christmas. And then one of the things that's funny that happened with the whole Santa thing is so my son really wanted one of those uh, vehicles to drive around. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We got uh, like a police Jeep and I got it with a remote where I could help him out to drive it. Oh, shit. I didn't know they did that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But my neighbor had it. So he was I was like, oh, that's dope. I'm going to. And I saw, you know, where I first ever saw that when I went to to Vietnam for coming home Vietnam. Years ago, I saw, oh, I'm sure it's been around, but I just never noticed it. But over there, I saw, I was like, fucking Asians, bro. Leave it to them to be first with this technology stuff. But um, anyway, so we got him that. But the whole thing is my daughter, it's like, if he has something, she needs something. So my wife was like, we got to get her some kind of a vehicle. So we ended up getting her like this ATV, like a pink ATV. And so these are huge things. So they got to be put together. Oh, yeah. Bro, these things are like putting. It's like you got to be a mechanic yeah. to put this together. Like yeah, this shit son, has. My le- son had one. Well, it has a legit Jeep, parts. Jeep. Yeah, yeah, it has legit took, parts. Took hours to put that Bro, shit together. So I put his together, then I put hers together, and then we, you know, the we put the I put the boxes because they're huge boxes, so we can't really put them anywhere, throw them away even. So I put them in the garage, and fast forward to a funny thing. You know, they wake up, they see that the two things out already, ready to go, being charged. Santa brought all this stuff. Then, uh, the like the other day, I'm starting to, you know, we're cleaning up. We're starting to bring down all the stuff from Christmas. And I had thrown away most of the boxes. Actually, that Christmas night, I went, because in my office here, I have a dumpster. So I'll bring, yeah. and I live close to my office. I'll drive a bunch of, you know, the big old boxes and stuff, and I'll throw them in the dumpster. But the one box I didn't bring was her box. So the other day, we're, I'm cleaning up, and I take the I don't know why I did this. I take the bo- her box from the garage into the home, into the house, put it by the door because I'm going to bring it now to the office. But I bring it inside the house, and and my son goes, "Sissy, look your your motorcycle." And then she's like, "What? What is that? Santa brought it in a box?" And I'm like, <laughs> and then my wife looks at me with this face like, "You asshole!" <laughs> and I'm like, "Uh, uh." Uh yeah, uh yeah, Santa, you know, he 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 let he you know he he unpacked it and he put it together and he put it in the tree and he put the box in the garage. <laughs> I didn't know what to say, dude. And my 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 daughter's just looking at me and looking at the box, and you know, you see like even the shipping labels on the box, yeah. and she's like, gee, I could tell she's like, I don't know about this. <laughs> and the someone had already told cloud. her something in school about Santa not being real. Oh. So I'm like, oh man, what a bad one. <laughs> so yeah, that happened. And, and another thing too is, you know, we were using, which is always bad parenting, using the the leading up, leading up to Christmas, like be good, be good. Yeah. Uh, 
because it seemed like for some reason this vacation, maybe because they were sick or whatever, but that they got on each other's nerves because I yeah. guess they've been used to this past year. She's been in, in another school and he's been in, in the school that they, that they were both originally in. So they've had that separation. So now this vacation plus being sick, I felt like they just got on each other's nerves and, and my daughter was just wilding out a little extra. And so we kept using like, hey, if you keep wilding out, Santa's not going to, you know, you're going to be on the naughty list. And she would say, oh, am I going to be on the naughty list? I don't think so. You think so? I don't know. <laughs> and she also lost a tooth. So then the tooth fairy had to come on Christmas oh. Day as well. <laughs> um, and she was excited. And then another tooth was loose. She's like, oh, maybe I can get two. The tooth fairy come back to back. Um, so then <laughs> what was my point of saying? Oh, so then right as after, you know, Christmas, boom, they got mad gifts. Yo, y'all still doing that, huh? Like what? Mad, mad shit. Yeah, I Where don't do know. You keep I, it in the in the garage. But I tell you what happened: we were keeping it in the garage, and then we have two garage doors. There's yeah. one garage door we never open, and for some reason, and that's where my wife has been stacking the gifts. And for some reason, the other day before Christmas, I opened that garage door to access oh, something on that side, <laughs> and my daughter goes out and goes, "Toys." <laughs> what is all that? And then and my 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 wife was like, "Oh, well, you know how some things Santa give you, some things we give you." That's what. And then she, of course, my my girl's pissed at me. My wife, she was like, "Asshole." Um, but right as soon as you know, after they get all these yo tons of gifts, man, my my daughter starts walling out, and you know, like, and I'm just like, "You ungrateful son of a gun!" <laughs> like now she's like, "Oh, it don't matter anymore about being on the night list. I got everything." And so yeah, so we had to contend with that, and she's had a little bit of a attitude issue that we've been dealing with. But uh, are, yeah. are, are you are you getting rid of old toys to make room for the new ones, or is it just Bro, piling up? I want no, he's buying to, another man. house. I'm trying to, man, but no one in the house believes. They don't see it. They, they, I don't know. It's like everything has a sentimental value. Everything, you know, if if this piece that I keep seeing here is a part of another toy that hmm, and right. they're never put together, I'm like, well, I just start throwing away pieces. I don't even tell you. I just throw. <laughs> but then what happens is my wife sees a piece in the garbage and goes, oh, but this piece is for that. And she takes it. And I go, but who yeah. cares? If those pieces never unite, right. <laughs> that toy is not a toy anymore, you know? Man, Scrap I don't know, parts. man. I want to... I mean, if it was left up to me, I would just go and start tossing everything away. But, yeah. At, I some, mean, po- we, at some point, you some things away. Out. Yeah, dude. I don't know, bro. And then you get in, like, mad bulky stuff, too. You probably, at some point, y'all got to, like, the kitchen set, right? Yeah, like we got... for to, your daughter? We we threw away the kitchen set. We got rid of that. Okay. We, she has, like a, like, a store set, like, you know, with the cash register. Cash register, yeah. But then they have a little house in the house. And I'm like, let's get... And then we bought them blocks, like, those blocks that connect that you can make, like... Yeah. Like, the, you know, like, like, a, like a house for yourself. Right. So she... My wife bought one, but then, of course, it's not enough blocks for both. So then we immediately ordered on Amazon more, another box. Mm. But I, now they're building this big thing. And I'm like, <laughs> so what do we need that house over there for? Like, what is that house for if we're building now this other house over here? Like, nah, bro. This is ridiculous. And my wife's like, no, but she uses it every once in a while. And Mm -hmm. I'm like, it's not enough. It's not enough, dude. I try to do the yearly donations. Like, look, and my son gets it now. Like, look, if you're not using stuff, there's other kids who would use this stuff. So, You know, the thing with my my son is the one that makes it difficult because he's definitely that kid that uh discovers a toy all over again uh-huh. and then starts to really play with it 
he he's a good kid with toys. Like he'll sit there and he'll just be up to his own devices and and play with the toys. And and he and I see him. He'll be like, oh look at this. Oh I forgot about this. And then he starts to play with it. And you're like, damn. If I thought it's it hard to it's hard to find. Like I don't I don't really know of a good setup. Like because I my son's got a bunch of shit like in smaller boxes and stuff like in one of the cl- his closets right but it's right. not like he'd have to start like pulling things out and go digging through things to i haven't found any really good system of like keeping something organized but you can still kind of get to access it, and, it, see right. it and access it so that like he could rediscover things but without it being all out in a mess and shit look man i honestly believe that less is more, and I think when it comes to toys, the more they have, the less they're gonna play with it because they just they too have too many choices. I feel like they look at all the craziness of toys and they're like, uh, TV, because mm-hmm. it's just I don't know what to play with, so TV makes it easy. Yeah, yeah, that's my life. Merry Christmas. Yo, e, con- congrats to you and the Crazy Hood crew, bro. Thank you, bro. Thank yeah. you. I saw I saw the Miami Herald piece. Right before, right, right before the new year hit, right? It was like just a yeah. couple of days before. Hit, yeah, the day before, two days before New Year, the Friday before New Year. Yeah. So yeah, what, that was a piece that that been t- tell the people. On. None. Um, we had the first, the first key that, that that we got, which was the key to West Kendall and the proclamation making it Crazy Hood Day. That was in October. Yeah. That same writer for the Herald wrote a piece about that. And then he came to the Museum of Graffiti where another commissioner uh, gave me the key to Dade County. And that was on the 10th of November. And what he saw there, just between the two experiences, but then seeing that as well, because we I had like a little interview at that at that uh, key giving. Event. Yeah. yeah, I did like an interview with pictures and, and there was a, a mural made, a crazy mural made. And he just he came up to me at that. He's like, man, I really feel like there's a there's enough here to like write a full story, you know, just so much you know depth that has to do with Crazy Hood and how what it means to the local. Because he's not originally from Miami, the writer. And I kind of gave him the the whole thing about like the issue that I've felt that that's happened in terms of like the the covering of the Miami scene when it comes to the local paper, is that writers will come from different places, and it's like. The writer has to like learn all over again who's who and what's what in Miami. And they usually just like gravitate to whatever like the shiny thing is at that time. So it'll be like Rick Ross, Pitbull, you know, or Trick Daddy, Trina. And if they weren't here and know in depth about the scene, they don't, they just won't write about other things. And he kind of took that into consideration. And after seeing the history that we've had, he he just felt compelled to to write like a really thorough article. And he talked to you know, pretty much everybody in the crew. He talked to Mother Superior. He talked to, you know, he got quotes from Nori. And it was dope. It was a dope write-up. I think it comes out in the physical paper this weekend, actually. I had hit the dude up. Yeah. <laughs> After I grew, I grew, yo, I went Sunday, got the Miami Herald. Nope. Saturday, my wife did too. My me. wife oh, went okay. on a hunt. She brought back all these papers. And I'm like, nah, I don't think it's any of that. That ain't it. <laughs> but it was, it was dope because it was the lead story on the website that day. Um, you know, pretty big article. I got a lot of people hit me up about it. And then, you know, it kind of like it, it culminated like everything that had happened leading up to that, the months leading up. Like we had a really good end of the year, which 
Yeah. It's funny because when you're talking about that calendar thing that you had, yeah, I had started the year knowing that it was gonna, you know, we we're gonna celebrate our 30th anniversary, and I had told my wife early, you know, leading coming into 23, man, I, I you know, I gotta make sure that I do something to celebrate the 30th, and and I want to do some some events, and you know, I, I you know, ideally, I would love if we could get some kind of recognition, like official recognition from the governance in some way. And I had been trying to do that from the year before, from 22 and nothing. And then 23 comes in and as time went on, I didn't do anything because I just didn't have time. Whatever. I'm in my world, you know, with the family and with drink champs and whatever else I'm doing. And as the, we crossed that threshold of half of the year, like, oh man, I got to do something, man. And like we say in Spanish, me puse los patines. And, and, you know, which is basically the Spanish version of I pulled my bootstraps up or whatever and and got to work, man, and finished the year strong and, and was able to get two events in and two keys, uh, a proclamation and, and some some really good articles written up about us. So proud of that. That's still something for the kids to look back on, man. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's all, you know, like I said, it's 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 all just uh, what's the word I'm looking for. It's just a. Uh, I think it's binga. <laughs> no, that's in your mouth. But <laughs> it, it, it's it's I don't know the word I'm looking, but whatever you know, it's all just whatever. It's superficial in a sense. It's just it's just a uh, symbolic. That's the word I was looking for. It's all very I, symbolic. But when you're a crew like ours and just anybody independent entrepreneur, you know, you need these 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 symbolic things to keep up morale and. And to feel like, you know, you've accomplished something and to keep you going, you know, keep that fuel in the tank. And this is, this is, these are huge. Like, don't get me wrong, but, you know, I never in a million years, a a teenager in high school starting a crew called Crazy Hood Productions that I think that the local governance was going to say, yeah, today's Crazy Hood Productions (laughs) Day. And here's the (laughs) key to the city, Crazy Hood Productions, you know, like, so that was, that's a pretty big deal. It's it's a testament, though, to like, you know, setting, even though you didn't like, I mean, you had the intention, right? You set the intention even before you start started the year last right. year, and you kind of got wrapped up with the shit. But like, once you decide, once you made the decision again, like, yo, I got to make this happen. Like, door started opening. Like, there's work, right? It's not like you just like, oh, I hope and pray, and then shit just falls on your lap. You had to get out there and do it. But it's it's really dope to see, and it's inspiring because, like, you know, I, I've always told you this, and I might have mentioned this a ton of times on the pod, but like. The crazy the the genesis of the crazy hood crew like that shit is so ill to me because it's such a a rare thing to see like dudes that are friends first and foremost form Voltron and ride together for so many years right All ups right. and downs tons of shit I'm sure has happened but like being able to keep that that organic bond and celebrate those wins like that's something that a lot of people don't do and I know you make a point of like yo. Let's go have dinner together as a crew. Let's go. Yeah, the dinner celebrate. was one of the the dopest things we did, and yeah. we were able to give everybody uh, an official copy of the proclamation Gee, and the yeah. key to West Kendall, <clears throat> and and I made these commemorative coins uh, for everybody. These silver, like coins. legit coins, silver, legit right? Legit silver. Yeah, they're worth uh-huh. their weight in silver. Um, and I gave it to everybody, and and that was that was special, man. And, the one thing I would say that's that's interesting to me is that I feel like it's definitely uh like a transformational milestone because you know how underground or how grimy are you gonna be after you got 
the key to West Kendall and the key to Dade County and the proclamation, <laughs> oh, like, 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 like you the, went commercial. Like I, yeah, that like we went commercial or like we we huh. grew up. Like now we're official adults in a yeah. sense, you know. Like yeah. now we're official adults. You know, we're not gonna be crazy hoods running around the streets. You know, repping. You know, crazy on the underground scene doing underground shit. So <laughs> I, it's like it's like a different version of us is born out of all of this. You know. Yeah. But I, I think that it's almost to some degree too. It's almost like you brought the, the, the corporate to the hood in in a respect. You know what I mean? So like it, yeah. it's kind of both a little bit. Right, right, right. Merging the two, which yeah. is what we would, in a sense, we would do musically merge the underground with the commercial side, and we're merging now hip hop with the corporate side in a sense. Uh, yeah, the government. And I and I've seen and I've seen a a, a shift where like people have approached me that are not hip hop that see that and they respect that on some like entrepreneurship mm-hmm. business yeah. level. So that, yeah. that's kind of cool. Oh, that's dope. Love it. Love it. All right, guys. Gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> we suck at intros and <laughs> outros. <laughs> and outros. <laughs> Yo, catch us next week. Uh, no, actually real quick. There was a, Hey guys. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> was that our fourth member? Oh shit, that was unexpected but awesome. <laughs> um so there was a couple of uh of throwbacks we did. Um really cool shit. Um there was one with East Swift from the Alcoholics that I think was the one that was before this episode. Right. Um check that out. There's a lot of really cool like parent child like dynamic conversation there around entrepreneurship and kind of ties into some of the stuff that EFM was talking about, but with, with more like a role model involved. Cause like E you're pro you're, it'd be, it, that'd be an interesting thing to talk about in a future episode, like what your vision was for crazy hood back then and kind of how that has uh, shown up, but like having some sort of guide like E Swift has been able to do for his kids and, some of the successes they've had, I think is really dope testament to what you can achieve as a parent. Um, and not like selfishly for your kids, but like with your kids. Right. And so check that out. Definitely tell a friend 2024, we're trying to light things up with, with fatherhoods. So please do us a solid share the episode, hit us up on IG. That's our primary social media platform at fatherhoods pod. That's an S not a Z and let us know what you think. And that's it. Pixar. Bye, guys. Shut the fuck up. (laughs) Yo, be a father. If not, why bother, son? A boy can make him, but a man can raise one. Be a father to your child. Be a father to your child.